Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is TV Black Box, bringing you the inside goss from the TV industry. Hello and welcome to this bonus edition of TV Black Box. I'm Rob McKnight. After months of speculation, Foxtel has finally confirmed full launch details for its next big hope in streaming, Binge. Binge will offer more than 10,000 hours of TV shows and movies from some of the world's biggest studios, including HBO, FX, NBC, Sony and the BBC. It's a massive investment, with Foxtel hoping Binge will allow the company to transition to the digital age and target a new audience that never would have considered paid television. But with so many other streaming competitors now in the market, Is it too little, too late? Ahead of the streaming services launch on Monday, Kevin Perry from TV Black Box spoke with Julian Ogren, the CEO of Binge and KO, about what Australians can expect from the new streaming venture. Hello, Julian. Exciting day for you. Oh, it's fantastic. It is very exciting. Very exciting times, really. I mean, you've got sport coming back and Binge, two services, pretty well relaunched, well, launching and relaunching. Is that three days apart or something like that? And look, we are, um, as, as I said this morning, you know, it's been a two-year journey and, and then particularly the last 12 months, you know, it's been all about design, build, production and, and testing and just really making sure we get that, that product experience that we really wanted to bring out. And, um, you know, as we did with KO, it's, we take that very seriously. And, and then when you can see the, the, the energy of the brand itself, you know, when you look at the content, product, and brand coming together, it's uh, it's something pretty special. Yeah, can I get you to take me through that journey over the last couple of years? Um, obviously, when you started building Ko, you also had in mind that you wanted to do drama as well. Yeah, look, I think we where we we got to was we were we were very much committed to to Ko naturally, and all the focus and energy was on that. You, know, you probably recall the days they were calling it Project Martian. We had a very um, highly skilled team of engineers and developers and I just think real customer experience people that have got really strong UX and CX experience and streaming experience as well so we'd spent the best part of that year wanting to build the world's best streaming service you know it was a blank canvas and we just we just made sure that we were you know breaking new ground and KO came out now at that time binge you know was was in the thought process but at that point in time it was more we were more thinking about the future of the architecture and experience. And then in the last 12 months, it then transpired into a full, you know, go-to-market plan where it was all about, you know, target audience and building a brand and building some, you know, building a commercial strategy around the product. And, and then we went to work full-time on the development of the product and testing. So, yeah, look, I think it's 
it's all about making sure that we, you know, we want to, we really want to make sure that the customer experience is at the front and centre of everything that we do, and and that's what we really set out to do with Binge as well. The, the infrastructure behind the scenes must be incredible to have a reliable HD stream of live sport, and then also to be able to have all of this other entertainment content as well on the one platform. That, that I, mean, you know, I imagine that must mean a lot of servers and a lot of technology. Exactly right. Yeah, you would have heard from, I mean, Les, you know, Les Wigan, the COO, I mean, uh, he has built that and his team have built that end-to-end and, you know, it is a big operation and, but, you know, of those type of big operations, you, you can do it, if you can do it even, you know, if you, if you do it right, it can be even better and, and we're really all about making sure that, you know, at the end of the day, people just want to be able to click a poster and watch a show and, you know, that's what we always remember whenever we're building. It's about being frictionless and just getting to the experience quickly. You are moving into I mean, the subscription video on demand market. It's, there's been a lot of new players coming into the market over the last two years. It's starting to feel like a crowded market, but you obviously feel that there is room for one more. Yeah, look, I, I think actually, I actually think we feeling a, a really good sweet spot at the moment. Now, I did mention this morning about the timing, so... You know, we think that a lot of the behavioural experience work has been done by the existing players and, you know, right now we're coming into an established market but with, with enormous growth potential in the next three years. So when you take sorry, our value proposition that we presented, you know, it's all about that content product and, and then the brand layer, which is our, our point of difference. You know, the name speaks for itself and what we're going to do is really bring that emotional, all the emotional benefits of binging and that's really going to what you're going to see come out and come to life and, you know, when the campaign really starts to go out there. And that's what people ultimately want. They want to sit down, escape from the busy day schedule and sort of lose yourself into another world. And, and we think that that energy and warmth is, is something that we can bring into market. We also think that by nature of the strength of our content, it really plays to the heart of joining at the hip of the Netflix subscribers. So, you know, I mentioned 4 million people today. The bulk of them are Netflix subscribers and they have an expectation. They want depth and breadth and they want new stuff continually being released. And, you know, I think we, we're, we're one of the few that can back that up. If I can get you to talk me through your layout and your UI, what have you done that you think is different to make content more discoverable for people? Yeah, so you heard Brian talk about his vision of kill the scroll and, and that's not a, killing the scroll is not a, not one. It's not going to be a button you push and the scroll's gone. It's a, it's a vision of many things. So it really starts. What we will do when you see the, the product is the artwork and the curation of the posters and the hero posters that we're promoting on the homepage and on the on the different on the different carousels in the product. We have we have we've designed and built those internally. So it's going to be very much enriched and drawing people into looking at that particular show. And then as you go in, whether it's the synopsis, the trailers and all the things that allow you to make your decision is all going to be really built around helping you make your decision quicker. So that's the, yes. that's the editorial element to it. Uh, but we will have a couple of features which will, you know, just like could be a feature called Surprise Me. And what that means is you can press in Surprise Me, you can just press a button and a show will pop up. And if you don't like that, you can press Next and the next show will start. So, you know, that, old, that whole idea of channel surfing in the old linear days is ultimately what you're doing. You're just flicking channels trying to find something. Well, our Surprise Me element sort of mimics that experience to allow you to maybe someone, you know, do the random thinking for you. But we'll also be we'll be data driven. You know, everything we do do will be around making sure that 
as we get three to six months under our belt, we can really pop build our first party data, then we'll really start to hone in on the content that suits the right audience and the right customer. But that will take, you know, some time for us just to get started and build up that audience data so we can get much more accurate on that. You've obviously got a library where there's heaps of TV shows, but I know there's also a pretty impressive movie library there. Do you think that's important in the, in the streaming age? Yeah, it is. I think, you know, that we've certainly seen the research around, particularly around the COVID days, you know, there's people, people will go through a binging session and, you know, they can notch out a, a whole six seasons and 10 episodes per season, you know, knock that out in, say, five days and, and then what they need is a breather and maybe just need some mindless action for an hour and a half, you know. So it's about mixing up what your mood and what your feeling is at the time. And, you know, the, the, the movie library has played a big role for many people, I think, during these times, some sort of quick switch off. And um, I, I, the, the movie library that we're going to bring to market is pretty, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, and obviously, I mean, you've got lots of studio deals, but I, I sort of looking at it, I can see that HBO content is very important to this service. I mean, it must have been a little bit of a nervous wait for you, waiting for Patrick Delaney to lock in this recent Warner Brothers deal. Yeah, and I look, at the end of the day, look, we, I mean, I'll, I'll probably let let Patrick speak to, to to those deals and those and those rights. But for us, you know, we we are an aggregator, and whatever you know, the, the strength of the content that we have. Uh, when we made this decision, then as I go back to it, it was a 12 month, 12 months ago we were building this. So we didn't know anything about the future. We were making the decision on the back of the strength of content we had 12 months ago, and we were very happy with the content that we could bring to market. So yeah, we're very, um, you know, we, I guess we're very comfortable with the, with the strength and depth and breadth of the con- content we have based on the, the studio partnerships we've got. Yeah, and I know when I look at KO, I see that you, you have over time formed some deals where you have content that is exclusive to KO. It's, it's not available on, on Foxtel or Fox Sports or those other platforms. It's exclusive to KO. Can we down the road expect one day that there will be content that is exclusive to Binge? Yeah, look, right now, I mean, really, right now we are an aggregator and, you know, we don't, we don't hold that sort of exclusive content scenario. So, you know, we're... We're, that'd be getting way too ahead of ourselves. We're, right now, we're really proud of what we've got, and we'll focus on that. But um, I think what being an aggregator of studios that, that we are, it actually you could probably think of three different categories. You've got you know you've got the shows that you know and love, and you want to see it again and reboot it, and then you've got the the new and returning shows and the seasons that come in. So you know people that want to see that for the first time, that's um, that's for them. And then the real sweet spot that we see is this, the, the shows that are new to you. And, and that's where, you know, you might have a series that's been out for two years or three years, but you're discovering it for the first time. And one of the things about aggregating all of that strength of that content means that you're going you're gonna to discover brands of shows that are very successful in, you know, in the recent times that you are only just discovering. So uh, I think it's the strength of the aggregation. And we've all got our kids at home at the moment. What can you tell me about kids' content? Yeah, look, in terms of the kids' content, you know, really proud of what we've got there. You've got, so for example, we've got the Think Junior and Cartoon Network and all the titles that are associated with that. So that's all coming in. So that's very exciting. And then you've, you've got all the, the shows like Back to the Back to the Future franchise. We've got Jumanji, Ghostbusters, uh, Despicable Me. 
Kung Fu Panda, you know. So a lot of those really great, great kids shows that we've got uh, to showcase there from, from in terms of kids' movies, but, but really getting those uh, content houses like Nick Jr. and uh, Cartoon Network, obviously some big ones for us. And pricing, how important was you to hit that $10 price point? Yeah, look, I think for us, we did a lot of research on pricing and part of it, it, it the market de- determines what the price is because we, you know, we are coming in, we are launching here a little later than the, than, than our um, other SBOG partners, but pr- providers, sorry. But the $10 entry point, it's, it's, a, it's an entry point price, but it gives you one stream and standard definition. And we're pretty confident based on all the research we've seen is that customers will quickly default to the $14 product because it gives you two streams, which means that you've got multiple devices and users in the household. That should give you sort of a good starting position for parallel usage. But people want high definition as well. So particularly if you want to whack it up to a, a tablet or a bigger screen, you know, you want that high definition quality. And that $14 price, I mean, it's really keeping you online with, you know, the other services like Netflix and Stan, but it's, it's probably a bit higher than the other services like Amazon and Disney+. Plus. Yeah, look, I think, I mean, but I come back to, you know, the, this is where I come back to with um, Netflix, you know, like we see ourselves as joining at the hip with Netflix subscribers and that what Netflix gives is um, that depth and breadth across multiple categories, but they give a lot of new content coming in month in, month out. What we've learned about Disney Plus is it's got the iconic catalogue and the iconic library and it really hits that sweet spot for the, for the new families, kids and teenagers to young adults but they don't have the, the new shows in, in volumes coming out month in, month out. So they sort of rely more on that catalogue as opposed to the, the constant new, the new content that will be out. So, we've always, we're, so we're, we see ourselves positioned right there beside that uh, Netflix pricing and go to, you know, value proposition. Could we at some point see bundled pricing with Minch and KO packaged together? No, no. I mean, we, these are two separate brands that are going to different audiences so you know one of the things that we have proven very successfully with KO is we always knew that there was a, a growing streaming market of sports fans and that's what KO is really designed to deliver on and all of the all the branding and channels and uh, the way we edit you know curate and, and manage editorial around, around sport is completely different to what we're going to be doing with binge so different audiences different data um, uh, diff- different needs, and we'll just go down those particular independent lines. And I guess one of the advantages of building off your existing platform is that you've already got apps on on a wide variety of services for Ko. So I guess that has been able to translate the binge. Oh, absolutely, and that's where the that's you know it's the it's the platform that really provides synergy. You know that's the you know all the technology behind it, the product UX, your service experience, all the self serve capabilities. That's very much, you know, a shared platform that actually does really does all that grunt work and all the hard stuff that really takes the friction out of the customer. A lot of the customer journey areas like sign-ups and billing and managing your accounts and, you know, online service and self-service, all those sorts of things are really taken care of through the shared service platform. And so we can expect apps on pretty well. I know at launch we've got Apple TV and a lot of the Android devices, so you're going to keep expanding on the range of apps. Absolutely. So, you know, you, you, as you, you're right, we've got iOS, all the iOS, Android apps. We've got uh, Android TV. We'll have Apple TV. We've got, you know, we, we've got all the casting capabilities. In 90 days, we'll have Samsung TV. 
Mm -hmm. uh, and then obviously we expand into LG and Sonic and, you know, PS4 and Xbox and just continually make sure we're getting through every, every device that our customers want. Yeah, and the questions that I always get asked from my readers is, are there plans for 4K and will you support closed captions? So the answer is, the answer is yes on the, on the closed caption. That, that yeah. is great news. Um, 4K, we won't have 4K at launch, but um, and we don't. Have, you know, our media plans is that we believe that we believe that the HD products that we're putting forward at the moment is very much enough for us to get started on. As we build a base, we'll look at our four, we'll look at our 4K technology plans uh, into the future, but no plans at this stage. Yeah. All right. Then. Now you've been very generous with your time. I can just ask you, um, like in, in 12 months' time, how will you personally judge the success of Binge? In 12 months from now, you know, I, I, if I if I go back to how we focus on on Ko, for us it's really at the, to start with. It's just making sure that we really focus on being that customer champion. We listen to our customers. We will make sure the product experience stands up to do what it, you know, we 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 set out to do, and making sure that the customers actually see that and actually experience everything that that makes their streaming, you know, that allows them to escape and binge, which is what we're doing. So if our brand says we are encouraging people to indulge and escape so that they can get away from their daily routine so they can binge on their favourite shows, if our customers are actually doing that, we've succeeded. That's fantastic. I think that's a perfect sales pitch. Thank you very much for your time. All right. Thank you. <laughs>